Hey guys, Nick here. What's going on, y'all? Zach here. We're just two guys trying to make the world a better place. And welcome to The Doors. Recording. We're starting to record right now. Geeking, Loki. I'm okay. What's up, y'all? No, no, we're already in. We're already in, bro. This is it. Oh, okay. Cool. We're in. But listen, cool. I'm sitting outside. We're in. We're we're ready to go. We're in the matrix, guys. <laughs> You're sitting up. All right, all right. Hit hit unrecord and then re-record. Let's go. No, this is the best part about it, man. This is unrecord and re-record, Nicholas. Unrecord and re-record. Hey guys, nah, this is uh, good too. <laughs> hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> I am Nicholas Sternlaw. I am one of your co-hosts of the Doors, where we are the developers of our own opportunities through reinventing success. And uh, what's up, Zach? How you doing, bro? What's up, Nick? How are you? How you been? Man, I just, I literally moved into, moved to Texas yesterday at a 12 hour drive from Georgia to here. And I am just trying to soak it all in, man. I really am. I'm, I'm sitting on my deck of the bedroom I'm living in. And uh, I just, I, I just got so excited because there's plant holders out here and I can't wait to hang plants. <laughs> ah, yes, sir. I love that though, man. You gotta give back, give back to nature a little bit, you know. Uh, well, I, but man, what a it's a it's interesting that that you're talking about, um, you know, that you're you're moving to Texas, and I imagine you got some feeling of uh, you know a little bit of uncertainty there, huh? Well, I mean, dude, I mean, like, yes, and I'm I'm gonna go down to the basics. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk like how me and Zach talk on the phone. Like, this is this is gonna be a little bit of a different podcast too. Is like I want I want this to be like a real deep conversation about like what we're thinking about, how we're moving, the moves we're making, and like how this might maybe help you. And so the past four or five months, I've been sitting around waiting for this opportunity, this moment to take this action. I uh, I got a, do- a job with a company called Aruza Marketing. And I'm going to be selling pest control door to door for the next four months in Houston, Texas. And man, if there is not some uncertainty to that, man, I just up and moved my whole life. Yeah, man. And I'm, I'm living with a roommate in my room. And then I have two other roommates. You know, well. and there's, there's like a point, man. <laughs> so you would say you're probably a little out of your comfort zone, huh? I mean, I'm hands down out of my comfort zone. It's not, I'm not a little out of my comfort zone at all. It's hands down. It's, it's interesting, man, because, you know, we've talked about before about, you know, how your comfort zone can kind of kill you. And so it's, it's interesting to see that this point in your life, man, that you're, you're still, you're still constantly trying to find ways to step out of your comfort zone. And I think this, this step for you, you know, packing up all your stuff, moving across, you know, the country to Texas, like that's going to be something you're going to talk about, man, in the future as like one of the key steps in your life as to, you know, why this happened or why this didn't happen. But 
I think a lot of time, man, like as people, we get stuck in that, like, like that uncertainty of it. It's like, ah, man, this move to Texas, like, you know, it's going to be worth it, but this is scary. This is packing up, moving my whole life. Like there's gotta be a lot of emotions behind this, you know? So uh, I just want to make like, when you, when you were like headed to Texas, brother, like what, what was some of the things you were thinking? Well, I mean, again, I'm going to, I'm going to revert back to what I was saying earlier. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm always excited for an adventure. Um, like, I think I was more nervous that I wasn't there yet. Um, I think that, I think that it's more so like, I hate waiting. Like, I don't mind, I don't mind, I don't mind being in one place and having to do something. But when I have my, my past set up before me and like, I'm ready to get into it and I'm ready to do these things. Like, like, I hate, like, like I was ready to get here. I was ready to move. I felt like, I felt like I was stuck in a place of so much uncertainty. And so I was so uncomfortable now that I'm here. Like I might be uncomfortable having to go knock on these people's doors in the next couple of days and having to do all this shit, but I'm here, I'm doing it. I'm in a place where I can grow. I'm in, I'm, I'm where I need to be the moment for at least now. And I think that's great. But like, I honestly, the worst part about it is waiting. Like I didn't want to sit there and fucking wait and have to deal with this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Patience is one of those things, man. It's, it's such an important attribute for us to develop um we, we talked about before you know well we talked about it we talked about it we talked about it yesterday yeah dude. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's tell, it, it's something tell them that about keeps that. coming up i feel it tell tell them about tell them about that we were talking about how amazing as much as it, it is shitty sometimes to like not be where you want to be how amazing it is to have patience and like that's tell them a little more about like how we were what we were talking about yesterday and how that how that really went yeah. So, you know, are you, you're talking about the doors and yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And one of the things that, that Nick and I, we, we took a step back and we're realizing that sometimes like you, you learn more from the journey than you do actually arriving to that destination. So me and Nick were talking about, you know, how thankful we are and grateful we are that, you know, we're both, we're both so patient. We're both so willing to, to wait because we want this to be something that lasts. You know, we were thinking about the doors. It wasn't something that's just going to be, you know, a book one day or something like that. We wanted this to be a way of life, a way to like revolutionize your, your being, you know, your mind, your body, your soul. So we were just sitting there thinking, you know, if we really want this to work, we've got to be patient. We have to be able to 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 allow this to to bloom, to uh, to grow on itself. And Nick, what do you think the hardest part about being patient and, and waiting is? I think it's learning how to be, learning how to do it. I mean, yeah. Like I'm, I'm not a patient, I'm not a patient person in a lot of aspects of my life. When I want something done, I'll, I'll, I'll get it done. When I don't want something done, I'll be a fucking procrastinating little asshole and not and push it off. And sometimes I can get rude as much as I'm a very polite outgoing and nice individual like it can eat away at me and i've seen it do it to a lot of people but it's, it's like we were saying is like i just felt this is like i was so thankful that 
I've learned, I've started to understand slightly and more slightly. And now the ball's rolling that sometimes as long as you're patient and you, you have the willingness and the want and the will to do what you want to do, like just sit back, man, and just do, just let it happen and enjoy the fucking ride. Because when, when, when do you get to, when you start to really appreciate something is when it's gone. And like, I, I felt, I felt the same way about leaving my family. Like I spent the last year and a half with my father living in his house and having, I've had amazing times. I've had, I've, I've been down, I've been up, I've been depressed, I've been happy, I've been sad, I've been angry, I've been mad. But I sat there the last few days while I'm waiting for this adventure to start, like I was saying, and I was just like, damn, I'm really gonna miss these times. And like, you never fully appreciate a moment till it's gone. So have the patience to appreciate each moment as it comes. Yeah. And it, those are the three greatest treasures, man. You know, the simplicity, patience, passion. And patience is one of the ones, man, I feel like it's, a, it's an ongoing obstacle. It's an ongoing lesson that we continue to learn throughout life. But it is the most important because there's power in that. There's power in being patient. And there's also a lot of power, you know, on the other side of things, when you worry, you worry too much about stuff. Guys, take a step back, like Nick said. Be thankful for those moments because you're not always going to have those. I think about, you know, my granddad, he's no longer here, but one of the ways that he tried to, you know, and I see, I can see this now as an adult, but he would take us fishing. As a kid, what's the last thing you want to do? And this, this sucks, man. This sucks. Like, we don't want to just sit you just here. Don't, like, you don't want to sit still. <laughs> It's 4 a.m. What are we doing out here? Like, let's go back to bed, you know? But uh, no, he was like, you know, just sit here and, and listen and listen. And uh, it, it honestly was introducing me to a state of like meditation at a young age. And I, and I didn't realize that until, you know, you know kind of recently. But in that moment where you're sitting there and, and, you know, you cast your reel and you're sitting there, you're looking at the ripples in the water. You know, you can kind of really just let go. You can let go of everything because in that moment, you're in the here, you're in the now. And I think if we can get back to that, man, we can get to that point where we're, we're taking a few moments out of our day to, to feel gratitude, to feel love towards ourselves and the people around us. That, well, that can go a long way. It, I mean, it's huge. I mean, like, I remember my moment. I, I've had, I've had a very similar moment as I was sitting in my driveway and my grandfather was like, he's like, stop. He's like, listen. You know, I'm like, what do you mean? There's nothing to listen. He's like, stop and really listen. Mm -hmm. he's like, he's like, that's life going on around you. Never forget that. And it's just, there's so much shit going on in our heads. There's so much shit going on in our lives that we, that we, we try to deal with and try to make happen that it's so hard to like really just be where you want to be like i was talking to a buddy yesterday on my drive here i'm a 12 hour drive and he was feeling a little out of it and i was like let's talk through it let's let's figure this out there's there's no reason not to figure this out like i got some time he's like yeah i got some time I'm like let's do this and i was we sat down, like, how, 
how how are you doing in your job with your dad? I'm doing good. He's got a promotion. How are you doing with your friends? He's like, I, I should be talking to them more. I'm like, okay. You have one thing. How are you doing in your relationship? He's like, I'm doing great. It's fantastic. We have little squabbles, but it happens. I'm like, that's awesome. And then I was like, I was like, do you feel like you need to be where you are where you need to be? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, that's completely fine. But what do you mean by that? He's like, he's like, I just didn't, I don't expect me to be here right now doing the things that I was doing. I was like, I mean, if you look at back at the things that anyone of us, any individual on this fucking planet, if you look back and think about how you were when you were 15, 10, 8, and dreamed of being when you were, I'm 25, uh-huh. so, I'm gonna 20, so I'm going to say 25. So when I was 20, uh-huh. I'm 25, I would have never expect myself to do this. But I will say, it's sitting down and the, the overall theme of the entire conversation that we had that ended up relieving some of this anxiety that he's having was you got to appreciate the little things. You also got to celebrate the little things and understand that every little inch you move is more than not moving at all. Mm-hmm. And I was so proud of him. I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of you, Zach, for everything you're doing. I'm so proud of myself for the moves that I'm making. And I'm so proud of any of you that are listening that are taking any action at all in your life. Because it's hard enough to get up in the day. It's hard enough to continually do the habits that you have. It's hard enough to do almost anything. But you got up and you did it. And it's, it's, it's okay to celebrate that. Man, celebrate the shit that you do. I'm alive. Celebrate. That's right. Yes, sir. I'm alive. I'm well. I'm forming good habits. I'm, I might have failed today, but guess what? Time doesn't stop. It's not going to do anything. It's not going to stop for me. I got to get up off my crutch. And I got to keep building. No matter how slow I'm going. You just have to keep doing the best with what you have, man. A lot of times, and, and I can speak from, a, from experience, we want so much because we see everybody else around us. Like there's so much noise going on. We want, we want this. We want that. We want this. Guess what? Then the universe says, well, I want this. I want that. And you lose little pieces of yourself, I feel like, in that. Because you're worried about having the new car, the new iPhone, or, or Susie Q got a new, new uh, closet, so I got to have one too, you know? We live in a world of material, and I feel like we should really try to get back to a world of living in spirit. What's good for my spirit? What's good for me? What's going to allow the collective to elevate and to transform? How do we get to that level of thinking? Because if there, then two of us can get there. Then if two of us can get there, then the whole lot of us can get there. And then we get to a point where we're revolutionized and everybody's, everybody's thought processes, the way they think, you know, the way we act, the way we move to a society of people who want to see you grow. That to me sounds pretty good. And I think well, as humans, that's what we have to do, man. We have to adapt and we've got to find meaning in our life. Well, I mean, I got, I got some ideas about adapting. It's really interesting shit I was talking to some friends today about. But I mean, at the end of the day, you're right. But I think that 
true growth comes from outside the means that you are able to control. Mm-hmm. And that means I'm, I'm un- uncomfortable getting out of your comfort zone, doing things like that. But at the end of the day, I think the most important thing about becoming what you want to be is doing it with others, helping others, or use like you doing something to benefit someone else. Get like take your ego, take yourself out of the fucking picture. Mm-hmm. And that's where you learn so much, so, so much. You have to, man. You've got to shed the shed the, the face of the ego. But you also you, you mm-hmm. also you also have to understand the boundaries between that and how you need to take care of yourself. Exactly. Because it's never an absolutely bad thing for you to do things for yourself. And, you know, people say all the time that you should put other people before yourself. But what you don't understand is in order for you to love someone, and like I hope you guys listening take this in, in order for you to love someone, you've got to have love for yourself. You can't give something away that you do not have. So you try to find meaning in, in these relationships and, and, and these different substances. And really the meaning that you're looking for is already inside of you. It's just taking a step back and looking at it and, and realizing, reflecting, reacting in those moments where you're starting to feel that. Um, so Nick, have you ever had any of those moments, man, where you're just like, man, like I, I'm, I'm really thankful to be alive. Like I'm really grateful to be here, you know? Dude, I, I had this moment in the car yesterday. I was, it was after I talked to my buddy through a lot of his stuff. And, and like, I, I just, the song came on, man. And I was singing my heart out. And I just looked at myself in the mirror and I said, I fucking love you, dude. Because. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. If, right. If I can sit mm-hmm. there and help, help one of my friends overcome their struggles. Not only am I doing, am I feeling great? I made someone else feel fucking great. And one plus, like that, the one plus one doesn't equal two anymore. It equals fucking 10, 10,000. What, what, what can I do? How, what is that going to end up to me helping others? What can that accomplish? Now, I got um, an interesting thing for you. Well, we're going to the last, got? we're going to last like 10 minutes or so of the podcast. Um, I was talking to someone. We, one of the things that I've been really interested in lately is that. I think that we're not no longer in the age of information. I think we're in the age of uh, disseminating information, meaning that we have information, all the information we need at the touch of our fingertips. Um, we do. And the smartest people right now are the ones that can find the information and effectively use it or effectively relay it to others. And I was talking, we were talking about healthcare. We were talking about all these different education systems. And I was like, and we were talking about how crazy tumblers are these. He showed me this guy, one of my, one of my friends just showed me this guy, this tumbler is fucking amazing. He's 15 doing crazy stuff. And he's like, dude, these, these uh-huh. kids are just getting crazy. And I was like, I was like, I started talking about the age of information things. And I was like, wait, I was like, <laughs> some kids are playing basketball, they're screaming. Um, we're outside the age of information and because of that these kids are growing up smarter better stronger the reason why is because they have more brain space 
to use. They're not having uh -huh. to learn. They're not having to learn all this material. They're just learning how, how, to, how to use the application and how to find things. So now they have brain space. They have all this active space that they can use to learn so much faster and quicker. And I was like, wow. Now, what I want to ask you, do you think that we can effectively tune that in the, in the next hundred years so that we are teaching our children and our future descendants in a much better way than we have now? That way that they can actively learn and apply the things that are used in a much faster fashion. Do you find that interesting? Yes. I, I think it's very interesting. Because, uh, and you just take this as an example from the, uh, the people in India, they teach very different than we, than we do. They already teach their kids, you know, meditation, mindfulness, and how to deal with your emotions as they come. And I feel like it doesn't put them a step ahead, but it's another tool in their toolbox. So going back to what you what you were saying, I think there's definitely going to be a way to get it to that people who, who think a certain way. But at the same time, that could be used for good or bad purposes, because then you're talking about, OK, well, now we're programming your mindset. We're programming you to think, which if you okay. think about it is kind of like our, our teaching system is already. They teach you to think a certain way. You know, you get older. It seems like our imagination kind of dies a little bit. So you got to go back and find it. You know, it's it's all these different avenues that that we go down that that seems to be you know prevalent in our society. But I do think on the opposite end of that spectrum that if you could find a way to fine tune it, like you're talking about, Nicholas, and get it to a point where okay, now we're self actualizing the body. Now we're bulletproofing the mind. Okay, now we're figuring out how to tap into the spirit. Because in the spirit is where your power is going to be. Now, if we get there, man, we're, we got those golden nuggets. We're, we're, we're pulling them out of everyone. And then you have so, a collective. So then it's just going to multiply, multiply, multiply. Because everyone's, you know, they're, they're, they want the best for everyone. But how do we get from where we are now to that? And I think it's just consistency. Um. And like, I think you took a little bit deeper than I thought I, than I was thinking, but I enjoyed it. I enjoy that way of thinking. I enjoy that, that as well. I think that, and then you brought a really interesting aspect to it as well, is that like, honestly, it's honestly creating a way of people for them to think. But like, I, I see that point of view because then you're, you're, you're not teaching them to such as create, you're teaching them just to find answers. And like, mm -hmm. I feel like that's what colleges do today is like, they just, they, they make all these standardized tests, which is like, which are all well, it based should be, online. It should be to find your own truth and your own avenue of what that truth is. Mm. You know, mm. I think that's what's mm. most important. You know, it is. We, we're all the time and what we're taught that we need to conform, that we need to, we need to work the nine to five, that we should go out and be a businessman. It, you know, if that's what you want to do, that's cool. But I think more people need to follow their heart and they need to follow their spirit into what they do because that's why people get depressed. That's why people are anxious it's because they're not doing what their spirit wants them to do. And, you know, this is getting a little bit more on the you know, religious side, but that's just the way I feel about it. No, and, but I, I understand it. I mean, either way, if you're in, mm -hmm. that, in that space, you have to talk about it. You have to get it out of your head. You have to give it mass. Yeah. 
And I can just tell you, Nicholas, like coming from when I was managing like the, the pain management clinic and then a director of operations at a, at a uh, event company, those were great positions, great jobs, great pay, you know, great incentives, all this thing. But I was not happy doing that. So I took a chance and jumped into the unknown, you know, to try to, to work on myself for freedom, for, for, for me, for, for my happiness. And I'll tell you, I've never regretted that decision. I've never regretted it. And, you know, it's, it's been a few years now and I'm, I'm slowly building and I, I can, I can see, see the, you know, where I want to go and how I can get there. My tactics are all there. My, my rhythm's there. Like I'm growing and I'm thankful for that, but that would have never happened had I not taken a step in a direction that most people didn't believe in that sometimes myself didn't believe in, but it was taking that chance on myself that I really found the truth and who I was and who I wanted to be. And like you said, Nick, it's, it's got to start with the shedding of that ego, man. Yeah. I think this is a good place to end. Like, honestly, that was, I feel like this, this is a lot of great information, man. And like, I'm so open excited. Doors I today, people. We're opening so doors, baby. I'm so excited. I have plant holders, man. <laughs> no, but honestly, like I enjoyed this. I really like, I think that these are, these are the kind of conversations that me and Zach really have all the time. I don't think we get to bring it enough to y'all. And I don't. And like, that's, it's so much, it's so beautiful because like, it's so relieving and it's like so gratifying. And sometimes it's so, it's so eye opening. It is, man. It's, a, I hope it truly is, Nick. Like, and I, I just want to say one more thing. I'll let you wrap this up. But, All right. you know, gratitude and love, it truly is the purest and highest frequency, highest energy that you can have. And you do it enough, man, and this shit becomes contagious. I promise you. You know, guys, take a breath today. Hold your head high. Achieve that vision. Take your heel and open your door. And if your door doesn't open, kick it in. We got Fucking this. Let's right. open some doors. And y'all, I hope that y'all can have these conversations. And I know they're sometimes not the easiest because I've, I've had to go through some of the hard times. But I promise on that other side of this, this hardship is such a beautiful, beautiful space of love, of understanding, and of growth. And it's time to open that door today, y'all. I appreciate you. My name is Nicholas Sternloff. I'm Zachary Otz. And y'all, open that motherfucking door. Ye.